This is a Career Channel program from UC San Diego Extension. Visit us at uctv.tv slash careers for videos, employment news, and trend articles to help recent college graduates and those in career transition bridge to better employment. So the conference theme is creating opportunity. Talent may be equally distributed, but opportunity is not. And we heard a little bit of that this morning from some of the various presenters. So who in the room does not contribute to getting individuals ready for the workforce? Who? I can't believe any hands went up, right? So as a workforce professional, how would you map the career to the director of the Department of Rehabilitation position? How would you do that? If you were plotting the career of the person you're serving today, what would that look like? You're in this room, you're one of two, or in my opinion, both. You're either on the supply side of workforce, or you are on the demand side of workforce, and in my opinion, many of you are on both sides, supply and demand. So as I talk to you, I will talk about supply, and I will talk about demand, and I will talk about the experience of traveling through both. So I am an immigrant to this country. English is my second language. And as Carmen Cita said, one of eight, the only one with a disability. And I lived rural California. Yes, there are parts of California that are rural. And yes, I was very isolated. I had no idea there were so many people um, in the state, in the country, that were blind or other people with disabilities. And I was subjected to the misperceptions and the fears of being someone with a disability. I was the one who was left out, standing on the sidelines, on the edge of the room. And I could feel very alone in a crowded room. So for 30 years, I lost my eyesight, which slowly eliminated what I was able to do, what I was willing to do. And I became increasingly isolated. I got to the point where I wasn't able to read, so I stopped reading. I wasn't able to watch TV, so I stopped watching. I wasn't able to participate, so I stopped doing that. And by the end of my 20s, I had lost all usable vision. And frankly, one of the things that I had to deal with was the real fear that now I would be defined by my blindness rather than my talent or my ability. It was the power of expectation that came from teachers and coaches and family that changed that curve. And it was work that allowed me to move out of poverty, opportunity to own my home, opportunity to worry about my retirement plan rather than my public benefits plan. And it was work that provided for my basic needs. It's work that was instrumental in forging the identity that I enjoy today. And although I was not able to become a pilot, I was able to realize my potential. Yes, you heard me right, pilot. Remember in high school when the recruiters come out and they're sure they can recruit everybody? And they asked me what I wanted to do, and I said, Air Force, I think I can get you in. Go for it. Came back a few weeks later and said, I can't get you in. I'm shocked. Okay? <laughs> but on I went. My feeling of equality came from becoming employed and independent and having the opportunity and the ability to contribute to community and society. Today, I am that individual in the workforce who experiences the language barrier, 
who lives in one culture and works in the other, who lives in poverty, who benefited from, youth, from work as a youth, who lost the ability to do the only thing I knew how to do, and who required the retraining in education to change careers, who is forever grateful for the opportunity to better themselves, to better myself. I am the business owner who seeks the talented workforce. I am the business who's working to survive, and I am the example that comes from all of the great work that everybody in this room does collectively. Does our work, folks, does our work result in people having jobs, careers, or living in poverty? Individuals with disabilities struggle to find a job that provides a living wage. Seventy percent of individuals with disabilities are unemployed, and 20 percent of those of working age are participating in the workforce. Individuals with disabilities are shunned if they show any signs of mental illness. In a society that readily embraces the signs of heart attack and stress, how many of you, when you were mapping the career path to director, listed dairy farmer, selling burgers and fries, public administrator, and today director? And if I can do that, tell me what the people you're serving today can be doing. Am I here today because of what those who looked at me thought I could not do, or because of what those who looked and worked with me believed in what I could do? Workforce common performance measures are something that we are all dealing with these days. All four titles of the workforce have the same common performance measures, which I absolutely applaud. The end result is employment and independence, a living wage, enjoying equality for everybody. However, individuals with disabilities are not starting at the same point as individuals who may have lost their job or needed to change professions. The person going home today who's in a severe vehicle accident and tomorrow morning is a traumatic brain injury survivor or a quadriplegic, that path back to employment is going to be a little bit different, a little bit longer, but it is absolutely possible, reasonable, and we need to do everything to make sure that happens. We today measure wages at six months and wages at one year. And that requires that what we do must shift from just a placement to focusing on that long-term, sustained employment. It means that career exploration and preparation must start at the earliest possible opportunity. And for me, I was fortunate. It started as soon as I could walk. My parents had no other choice because we didn't have a lot of means. And if you wanted to eat, you had to contribute. I'm forever grateful for the power of expectation that they instilled in me. That I would contribute was never a question. That I might have to do it differently, that certainly was the case. Expectation starts with parents, teachers, community organizations, educators at every level. And recall that many of us, many of us had a number of jobs before we found the career. I know I certainly did. Remember that when we see ourselves in the workforce, it makes it a lot easier to know that we also belong and we also can accomplish. 
And keep in mind that all of our best work, no matter where we are and what we're doing, if individuals are not enjoying a living wage, they're going to live in poverty. And that is not okay for anyone in our society, in our community. And living in poverty results in reliance on public assistance, which I benefited tremendously from, so don't get me wrong. It's not a put-down. It's a pathway. How is an individual successful, and how are we successful as a community, as a workforce, as a region? Anybody here remember Wayne Gretzky? Remember that name? Kind of a known fellow, right? He had a pretty simple line. Skate to where the puck is going, not where it's been. Right? That's the workforce. Let's skate to where the jobs are, where the careers are, not where they have been. And are we training or preparing individuals for yesterday's job or tomorrow's careers? Do the business jobs that we have, do we know what their workforce needs are? If we're on the supply side, do we understand what businesses are looking for? And this morning's panels were just absolutely amazing and very candid and open. And I really thank you for doing that because that's very important for us to know what businesses are looking for. And keep in mind, who gets to decide? The people that we are preparing for on the supply side, for the demand side, who gets to decide? Who got to decide that I was job ready? In my case, it was Secretary Dooley and Governor Brown. It's a person who was doing the hiring that is deciding whether we on the supply side did what we should have done to make sure that that individual is ready for the workforce. And if we think about this, what are tomorrow's careers? You've heard about some of these this morning, some of the things that are taking place here in the San Diego region. So are we really tailoring our programs and our services to make sure that we're delivering to that end? Individuals with disabilities have become business owners, attorneys, legislators, administrators, directors, surfers. And it is my opinion that one day, governor, senator, or president, careers require that we all treat business as a customer. Okay? And it requires that we treat, that we know, and train that workforce for that talent. But we need to understand business. We need to know that business understands to provide a good or service. Okay? And we need to also recognize that everyone, everyone who influences or makes a hiring decision is a business in my mind. Right? If you are in the position to do that, you're in the position to affect the unemployment of individuals with disabilities and all the other populations that we serve. At the Department of Rehabilitation, 33% of our workforce are individuals with disabilities. 40% of our leadership are individuals with disabilities. And just in one of our 14 districts, 24 primary languages are spoken. So why am I sharing that with you? Because we're not going to ask you to do something that we are not doing. We are modeling what we are asking every business, every hiring manager to do. I want to share with you briefly a couple of the initiatives that we have at the Department of Rehabilitation to affect the employment of people with disabilities and ask you to think about how these opportunities can become partnerships in the work that you're doing. 
We have a promise, a California Promise project. It is essentially a study aimed at individuals between the ages of 14 and 16 and their families who were on su supplemental security income, and it was targeting and testing interventions on how to get them through post-secondary education or career technical, or career technical education or any other pathway into employment. And we have had many takeaways, including that the individuals engaged in this pro project had a very, very low percent. Seven out of 1,500 dropped out of school as opposed to 18% for the same age, same population. We are figuring out that when the youth with disability and their families are engaged, they have a much, much stronger likelihood of enjoying that employment and that independence, which means that all of us have to find a way to come together and figure out how to wrap that service around the individuals. And this has been very much informing how we are looking at designing transition services for youth who are in high school with disabilities. We are now working with the California Department of Education, Special Education Division, the Employment Development Department, many other state departments, many other partners to map transitions of youth with disabilities into that living wage and so that we are in effect aligning those systems so individuals with disabilities and their families have those wraparound services so that they can move into that employment opportunity. At the state of California, even though we have a high percent of individuals with disabilities will continue to work um, as a large business, as a large employer, to employ more people with disabilities, which includes figuring out how do we address the provision of accommodations for individuals with disabilities within the state's workforce. So what are some of the resources um, for businesses? Well, let me back up. So the other thing that I wanted to mention here is that we are looking, um, and in fact, it's Carmen Cita and her team in the San Marcos office on how to do same-day enrollment. So today, if an individual with disability comes to our doors, we have up to 60 days to determine eligibility and then another month or so to get them uh, into a plan for employment. We want to change that. Where they show up for service today, they start getting services today. What are some of the resources available to businesses and hiring managers? How about the talent uh, that we have available? Individuals with disabilities that have the skills to do all the jobs that I listed. The expertise that we have in helping you identify and determine what are appropriate accommodations. And know that 57% of accommodations are at no cost, okay? We have a talent acquisition portal for those who are federal contractors that allows you to target individuals with disabilities so that you can meet your, regulate, your Section 503 regulations in hiring people with disabilities. For those of you that are state employers, we have a limited employment examination appointment that provides an alter, alternate pathway into employment for your respective areas. For those who are federal employers, Schedule A also provides an alternate pathway into your workforce. And certainly we have our workforce development section and we have the statewide coordination as well as the number of folks that are here today that provide the local coordination with our offices and our service providers and each of you to make sure that we're matching the talent to your needs and that we're supporting you and providing the appropriate supports for that individual. 
We provide training and education in physical, digital, and programmatic accessibility, which is not just for the people that you hire, but certainly for your customers who are people with disabilities. And we provide awareness and sensitivity training around how do you engage with people with disabilities. Much of those are also available on our Department of Rehabilitation webpage, at the California Human Resources uh, Department webpage, and certainly through the U.S. Business Leadership Network. So let me wrap this up before I get the hook. So this also happens to be National Disability Employment Awareness Month. It's the month where we all come together and we celebrate the opportunity of individuals with disabilities having moved into and enjoying employment. The theme includes, the theme is inclusion drives innovation. And I thought this was very fitting, especially for this conference at this point. Because inclusion is recognizing that our universal oneness is our interdependence. Recognizing that we are one even though that we are different. And it's not about locking anyone out of the opportunity. It's about making sure that everybody has that opportunity. So what's my ask of business? And remember, I define business very broadly. It's the, it's the owners of the businesses. It's anybody that influences or makes a hire. Provide job shadowing opportunities. Provide mock, opportunity or mock interview opportunities. Provide volunteer opportunities paid, unpaid internships, provide on-the-job trainings, provide apprenticeships, and ideally, each one of those leads to a job with you, and if not with you, as we've heard today, working with other uh, providers or other businesses in the area. Now, what's my ask of you, more specifically? It's simple. You guys have heard of Blue Diamond? They used to say, just a can a week? Well, I have a similar ask. Just hire a person with a disability. That's it. I just want every one of you who are in the position to hire to hire a person with a disability. Now, if you've done that, hire another one. Okay? And ask a colleague to hire a person with a disability. And if you're good, ask them to hire two. Right? Business speaks the language of business. People that hire speak the language of people that hire. And there is no greater influence on that than when you say to a colleague, yeah, I've hired people with disabilities. No big deal. They're part of the workforce like everybody else. That breaks down barriers more than anything else. Influence your networks. Influence your networks to hire individuals with disabilities. And as I wrap this up, I want you to imagine something. I want you to think about this. Every business has the talent that it needs. And every individual has the job that lifts them out of poverty. And let's ask ourselves, if not you, if not us, and if not now, when is that? Thank you.